Hello and welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and overcome disordered eating. And I'm Harriet Frew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist. And I'm so excited to share with you all kinds of stories, tips, information and guest interviews to help you on your journey in finding peace with food. So thank you so much for listening today. Now today is another bite-sized episode and another question from one of you lovely listeners asking me to talk a bit more about atypical anorexia nervosa. So according to a study, research study by Fairburn and Harrison in 2003, 85% of people with eating disorders are not underweight. Quite mind-blowing isn't it that statistic? So many of these people will meet a diagnosis of bulimia nervosa, binge eating disorder, or OSFED. OSFED is Other Specified Feeding and Eating Disorder. Such a memorable name. So atypical anorexia nervosa falls under the OSFED diagnostic category. Okay, so hopefully that makes that kind of a bit more clear. So it's sort of under OSFED, Other Specified Feeding and Eating Disorder, and this is atypical anorexia nervosa. So what is atypical anorexia nervosa? So it is when someone presents as normal weight, overweight, or in a larger body, but they experience all the typical symptoms of anorexia nervosa. So the main difference from typical anorexia nervosa, the difference between typical and atypical is the absence in atypical of extremely low body weight. Now, I think what's important to say here is that someone still may be underweight for their body type when they have atypical anorexia nervosa, but it may not be visible perhaps to other people, or they may still fall into what is deemed like a normal or overweight or larger BMI. So again, it can mean that their symptoms feel really invalidated because it feels like, well, I'm not underweight, so I can't really have a problem, even though someone is demonstrating all the other symptoms. It's just the absence of having a very low body weight. So if someone has atypical anorexia nervosa, they will have that same intense fear of weight gain, probably extreme restriction of food and energy intake, they may be over-exercising, they're going to be sort of preoccupied with food, all the things that we might associate with anorexia nervosa. Now, some people believe that a normal body weight means that an eating disorder is less severe. However, the facts about atypical anorexia nervosa show that eating disorders do come in all different forms. And someone with atypical anorexia nervosa will still have all those problematic thoughts you know, be very preoccupied with their body, their weight, their relationship with food. So atypical anorexia nervosa is a serious psychiatric condition and it can really impact someone's life, career, relationships, everything. So someone with atypical anorexia nervosa probably has this extreme emphasis placed on their body shape, appearance, number on the scales, all of these kind of things. They have this real strong fear of weight gain. They're probably restricting their energy, maybe counting calories, very preoccupied with all of these things. And they may be doing things like um, avoiding social situations around food because they're really, really anxious around eating. 
they may have an extremely rigid eating schedule or routine that they have to follow to the letter. They may be obsessing about their body size or shape by weighing themselves really frequently or body checking in the mirror. And they may have some sort of body dysmorphia and feel that they are a bigger size than they actually are. So having quite a distorted body image. And as with more typical anorexia nervosa, atypical anorexia nervosa as well is usually some kind of coping strategy, you know, maybe for dealing with stresses and things that are going on in life. And underneath atypical anorexia nervosa, as with other eating disorders, is this feeling of probably not being good enough, of being unworthy. And um, there's this desire to control shape and weight, control food as a way to try and feel better and to raise self-esteem. So someone with atypical anorexia may be completely sort of have their life taken over mentally and physically. They might be thinking about food constantly. They may be counting calories. They may be avoiding food situations, obsessing over their body shape. So it can be extremely disruptive to daily life. And, you know, life can become very small and restrictive. And um, it really does impact people um, very significantly. So although someone is not sort of dangerously underweight as with someone with typical anorexia nervosa, they may still be experiencing a number of physical problems because of starving themselves, restricting their food. So things like having a very low heart rate, they may be feeling faint, dizzy or lightheaded and have low blood pressure. They may be experiencing symptoms of depression, anxiety or maybe obsessive compulsive disorder. They may even be having some suicidal thoughts. They may have low low bone mineral density and a risk of developing osteoporosis. They may have lost their period if they're female, um, loss of sex drive as well across all sexes. They may lose fat or muscle mass. They may have anemia or other nutritional deficiencies. They may develop gastrointestinal kind of issues, like a lot of sort of IBS type symptoms. They may experience thinning or lossing of the hair. And they may even experience cardiovascular conditions, including low heart rate or low blood pressure. So you can see, you know, it can be very, very dangerous. There's also some thoughts around the fact that someone with atypical anorexia nervosa as well may have an even greater level of body dissatisfaction compared to someone with more sort of typical anorexia nervosa and I think this is because as well you know they're suffering with all these starvation symptoms but then they're not getting the praise or relief or validation from the culture maybe that you know they are thin or losing weight and that may come with someone who is more obviously underweight so actually the body image can be pretty rubbish and they can feel very, very lonely and isolated because they're dealing with all these things on their own. So atypical anorexia nervosa as well, it is a serious issue. It's a serious problem because often people are not diagnosed. They often go to the doctor. They might be explaining their symptoms and I think at least historically symptoms haven't been validated and people have felt, well, I'm not really ill enough to have a standard eating disorder or I need to lose more weight because I haven't got a proper eating disorder. And I think another problem as well is the wellness and diet culture that we live in often 
eating disorder behaviors are kind of promoted almost if you are in a larger body. So if someone is underweight and visibly very, very thin, and they're sort of restricting their eating, avoiding social situations, being preoccupied with food, obsessing over weight, then people will often show a lot of concern for that. Whereas if you're in a larger body or you are normal weight or overweight, people will often praise you for the same symptoms that someone else may be experiencing in an underweight body. And this is just very, very confusing and really, really, really unhelpful. So I think there's a lot of people out there that don't even realize they have a serious problem with food. They possibly have an eating disorder because of their symptoms are often praised or encouraged by others who just don't really understand that this is a serious issue. And so people can suffer for years not realizing there's something wrong. The helpful thing is that at least these days, I think we're starting to recognize atypical anorexia nervosa more and more. And if you are listening and you recognize yourself here, do reach out for support. Your symptoms are absolutely valid and you do deserve help. And remember that 85% of people with eating disorders are not underweight. So we often get stuck in that thought pattern of thinking, well, I'm not really thin, so my symptoms aren't valid. Your symptoms are valid. And um, if you do reach out to a medical professional or someone who doesn't understand this broader picture of eating disorders, do take some information along from the BEAT website, talking about OSFED and atypical anorexia nervosa. And, um, you know, don't be put off if you um, approach someone and your symptoms are not validated on that first meeting because I think it's just so important that we raise awareness and understanding and that people of all shapes and sizes get the help they deserve. Anyway, I hope that's given you a bit more of an insight into atypical anorexia nervosa. Now, it's quite a large topic, so if anyone has got more things you want to share, do send me a DM on Instagram, that's at the eating disorder therapist underscore. I would be very um, interested to hear more about other perspectives about atypical eating, atypical anorexia nervosa. So if you're not following me on Instagram, do seek me out, the eating disorder therapist underscore. For further support with your relationship with food, do go to the eating disorder therapist.co.uk. And if you enjoy this podcast, I'd be so grateful if you'd follow, rate and review as it helps it reach so many more listeners. Thank you so much for listening today. And I look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon.